It's time to become bullyproof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day. But there's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life Podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Oh, the voice cracked a little bit there. I'm getting so pumped and so excited. Well, welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. We're overcoming our fears, battling through our challenges, stand up to any bully we face, both real and in our mind, so we can become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. And what a way to get rolling with this. And to be honest with you, folks, this is episode number, what is this? I got to wrote down here. Episode number 289 on the Kick in Life and uh, Bullyproof and Kick in Life podcast. But this is the first time we're doing a live stream to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, and our Facebook uh, personal page at the same time. And with a special guest. And who is the special guest? You can see that handsome young man here who we're going to talk about. But not only has he been a great personal friend for nearly four decades, and just like anything else, kind of, uh, we're great friends as kids, teenagers, through high school. We parted ways simply because we had our own paths. And then we reconnected just a couple of years ago. It was kind of a godsend, to be honest with you, because he was working on a book. I was working on some different things, talking about moving to Florida. And uh, lo and behold, we connected. And it was like, it's like nothing time stood still but what he's accomplished he's a family trauma therapist an author soon to be best-selling author a business owner podcaster wonderful husband wonderful father and like i mentioned a good personal friend and new release book there it is folks master circumstances destroying yeah. the seven illusions that keep you from living life intentionally check this baby out the forward was written by Chris Robbins, who's an executive vice president for the John Maxwell Entrepreneurial so uh, Solutions. Fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Great book. There's a picture of Jamie. You can see him right there. Pick this baby up at Amazon. Like I said, it's going to be a bestseller. Uh, all the things we talk about as far as mindset, as far as empowerment, believing in yourself, overcoming. And you can see right there, it was victim. Cross that victim stuff out. No, no, no. We're only a victim in our mind because our mind wants us to play that victim card because it gets sympathy in society. Why? I don't know. But master circumstances. You can master your circumstances and no longer be a victim. Well, enough of me talking. Jamie, welcome to the show. I love you, brother. Thanks for the time. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. I'm just uh, I'm super excited to be here, man. And uh, you know, you asked why do we like to play the victim. I think there's a payoff, right? I think there's a payoff of attention, right? We get this, like, we get like this weird attention. We get uh, sympathy. We we get people to buy into our stuff. Oh, poor pitiful Jamie. Oh, that's so horrible. Like that happens all the time. All the time, right? So so. so in the book, right? Getting past that victim. Look, I didn't even realize this is what's really great about this. You know, my wife, this is, this is interesting. So my wife had the idea for this book in 2003, 2003. Wow. 
right? And she comes home one day. She's like, hey, I made something at work for you. And I'm like, well, what is it? I'm like, what is it? And she says, well, uh, I have to send it to you. Oh, okay. So it it was just one slide of a PowerPoint presentation. And it was the book cover. It was the master of circumstance, right? And I was this, like, well, this exact book cover. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she came up with the whole, so she, she came up with the whole victim of circumstance, crossed it out and wrote master. That was all her. And I was like, so what, what, what are you getting at? Just, I want to understand what this is. Right. And she says, well, everything that you've been through you've not let it stop you you're not like a victim you don't play the victim you kind of just master that thing and keep moving she's like i think you need to write a book about it i was like well okay now this was at that point in my life i'd only had an associate's degree so no bachelor's degree no master no counseling no none of that stuff but I started percolating in that, right? So I just started percolating on that. Like, what would it mean to be a master of circumstance? What does that what does that really look like? Right. And what I really landed on is these ideas that stop people from living life intentionally. Cause that's what it is, right? This sure. When you, when you look at the, the seven mindsets, I never really actually looked at them as victimhood at first. But then as I started playing around with it, it's like, yeah, this stopping me from living intentionally, that's actually me playing a victim. Now, that's different from being victimized. You can't, you like, you are a victim if you're bugged. Nothing, that, right? That happens. Right. But to let that now define you moving forward, that doesn't work, right? Because now you're playing the victim. Once it's over. Well, you can see, and and we've, we've, like I said, been friends for a long time. We we just follow each other on Facebook for some time, and... uh, but really, really connect the last couple of years. And at the top of the little slide here is empowering others with hope and self-confidence, which yeah. is essentially what the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kick Life brand is all about, but it's exactly what you're talking about. And I always talk about every day we wake up and we're, we're working one of two muscles. We're working our perseverance muscles, are going to battle through, overcome the challenges, battle through adversity, and be who we were born to be, or we're going to work on our give up and quit muscles, kind of our victim muscles. And it all right. starts with mind. And right. The mind is such a powerful thing. And uh, listeners, you've heard me talk many, many times about how up until 2012, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to read. But then I found out the power of holy smokes. Man, right here, the mindset is where it all starts. And that's exactly what you're talking about in the book. Yes, we've all, and that's kind of what bullying's all about. We've been taken advantage of. That is being victimized, yes. But we can stick it. Because I used to say, man, I was bullied here, here, here. Well, now I realize I was only bullied because I allowed it to happen. Now, not victim of circumstances, victim of bullying, but a master of the circumstances, a master of the bullying to help empower others to learn what we went through. And of Which, course, you know, it, your, your world's been all sunshine and rainbows, right? Right, oh, Jamie? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, I've had rainbows coming out of my ears for years because my life is awesome, right? By the time I was 29, I was married, divorced three times, and bankrupt. 
That sounds very sunshine and rainbow to me. Uh, what what, what did I miss here? Sunshine and rainbow, man. It, it, it'd but be easy to play the victim card. It, it, and it is. And that's the thing, right? Because when you recognize. Hey, folks, uh, I'm, when you jump on here, we've got quite a few fans following us here. Uh, please say hi in the chat and uh, ask any questions you have as we move forward here. But go ahead, James. Because yeah, I'd love to answer questions. That's great, man. But like, you know, when you when you think about like what you were talking about, like like shifting from oh, I was bullied and blah blah blah. That's my that's my that's my uh, personality. That's my that's who I am, right? When you shift my identity, when you shift that, you shift it from I was bullied, poor, pitiful me, to I was bullied. That made me stronger, and I'm I'm better for it today. Right, and that and that's what this that's what my book is all about is shifting out of that victim mentality and shifting into power. Right, shifting into freedom. There's no freedom in playing the victim. No. There's no there's no there's no freedom in being bullied. It's the same thing. When you play the victim, hey Rick, how you doing, buddy? When you play the victim, what really happens is you start bullying yourself. I'm not good enough. I should have known better. I can't do anything right. I'll never get a girlfriend. I can't read because my you'll never be successful because Miss Gann in second grade said you would never be successful. I'll a reading problem. Just be. <laughs> well, poor pitiful you. You got a reading problem. Oh well, I guess I got a reading problem. You never even question it. This book is about helping people question that, right? Well, isn't it crazy how powerful? Um, well, as kids, we're very malleable, right? We we can mold into anything and be whoever we want. Unfortunately, a lot of times we are being told all the things we can't do. You know, right. and I, I've shared before, Richie, you're not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. Richie, you're just going to be, you know, a, a farm boy, blue collar your whole life. And there's nothing wrong with that, working hard. And I always wanted something more, but they kept getting put in that proverbial hole. Or, you know, uh, Richie, you got a reading problem. Richie, you got, uh, and was never diagnosed as ADD or ADHD or OCD right. or any of the right. other Ds back in the 70s, right? Uh, <laughs> right. But I, it was just sit down and shut up and focus harder. Okay, well, that, that really works, right? But right. the whole point is those seeds that are planted in that middle garden, what you plant in the garden is what's going to grow. And if they're continuing to fertilize and watered and, and then more people continue to tell you that and you start to believe that about yourself, then, yeah, you take on that victim card. And it's really hard to dig those things up. But it can be done. And I think that's well, also powerful about talking to you right now, Jamie, and your book and everything else. You give tips and strategies on how to do it. You were divorced three times and bankrupt by the time you were 29 years old. I mean, it'd been much easier just to roll over and say, you know what? This is my life. This is how it's going to be. This is as good as it's going to yeah. get. As good as it's, which is one of my favorite movies, by the way, as good as it gets. But Jack yeah. Nicholson, that's oh great. man, that, that's fantastic. Well, but yeah, some people are eating noodle salad and happy, but not us. We're here. Not us. <laughs> but that's it, right? We do. We settle because we just don't know better. Henry Ford said it best, man. Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Yep. So, so whoever told you you couldn't read, you said, okay. They must be right. And never question it. And that's, that's not your fault. 
Because as a as a little person, we have authority in our life. Who's that authority? Mom, dad, teachers. Well, they're always looking out for me. They're not they're not gonna make me do something I wouldn't like to do, and they're not gonna make me feel bad about me, and they're not gonna not gonna not gonna. No. We have to we have to learn to filter everything that comes into this mind. Does that line up with who I know myself to be or who God says I am? Or does that line up with, with something else that doesn't, that doesn't work for me? Well, isn't that the hardest thing though? I mean, to, to stay true to you and your core values when yeah, it seems yeah. like society and the world is against you. Oh man. And society, I would say, especially today, right? Boy, society is really, well, I had an interesting thought the other day. Society right now loves being the victim. And I don't know if they're realizing it, like they're playing the victim or they they may not. I don't know. But what I'm clear about is that my book came out now for such a time as this. So powerful. You're right. This book is going to, I think it has the power to change people's complete mindset. Because again, Rich, remind me what it feels like to be bullied. Well, it's almost like the being silly earlier saying your world's all sunshine and rainbows. It, it, it's it's the most horrific feeling in the world because you have had your freedom of your individuality taken away. Someone is controlling every aspect of your life. You're mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. You're, you're drained because you are not in control. You are fearful for anything you say, anything you do, the way you look, the way you talk, the way you act. You are no longer in control of your life. You've lost essentially all your freedoms to function in a way that you believe or want to, to, to believe because you know anything you do say or act uh, is going to be used against you and you're so yeah. fearful. And then what happens is you develop that mindset. It becomes a paradigm, right? That it you does. just, that's who I am. Like you said, yeah. well, that, that's, that's how it's going to be. It's as good as it's going to get. Well, no, right. it's not. You can make a change and it's not easy. And just because we got a lot of great things going now in our lives, um, we're here on this, this wonderful uh, live stream and podcast chatting, talking about your new book and yeah. uh, uh, helping empowering others. That doesn't mean we don't have our struggles that we have to fight through every single day as well, or that we have fought through in the past. But that's Rich, why we're willing to do this. Is how old are you? Fifty-one. I'm fifty. I'll be fifty-one in February. It's taken us this long yeah. to just to get to this place. And I don't have it all figured out. And I know you don't have it all figured out. But what I want to say is like, dude, we've got some wisdom to to impart on people. I wish someone that knows what I know today would have came into my life when I was 20. Absolutely. Holy cow. Well, and that's the reason you wrote your book. That is the reason I wrote it my book. It says on the back cover there, it's all the things you wish you would have known. And then, you know, my book, Becoming Bullyproof, coming out soon. Is it me as a 12 year old meeting me 40 years later as Master Grogan? And uh, what you got there? Oh, yeah. It, Jamie's got the manuscript of Becoming Bullyproof. It, it might be chapter one of oh. your book. I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling pretty privileged about this thing. <laughs> I'm excited reading this sucker. It's great. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. But yeah, that's exactly what it, uh, it is. The w- wisdom we have now and wisdom is through life experiences, wishing yeah. we would have known this earlier, but now not being afraid of it, not being, and, and here's the thing I always had a problem with is being vulnerable enough to admit my mistakes, my failures, oh, my, my setbacks, simply because you put your heart out there and being bullied as, as a kid, even as an adult, because I allowed it to happen. You're more fearful of laying it out there because there's going to be people out there that do it, especially on social media. You know, um, somebody posted something the other day about uh, a guy that was, uh, you know, sitting behind a keyboard, nachos and big old belly and this and that, poking fun at somebody who was uh, in, in great shape working out and talking about, hey, we need to get to the gym. We need to start working out. And, uh, of course, the guy that's not in the best shape was making fun of the guy that's in shape because he's talking about getting out. The other guy say, no, we need to isolate and stay at home, blah, 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 But the whole point is, when did we become a society where, well, I guess through social media, everybody's got a view, everybody's got an opinion, everybody's an expert at everything. Well, I get the same thing. I'll post a video of doing some workout stuff, and I'll get some guy ripping, oh, your technique's terrible, this and that. Now, I want to fight back because I'm a fighter at heart, but I also got to realize Come on, man. I get one of those, get hundreds of compliments and hundreds of people that I'm helping. We got to focus on that. So my point is, I could play the victim card and think, well, maybe he's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. But being vulnerable, you subject yourself to that. Well, to be successful, to be vulnerable, to be an entrepreneur is to subject yourself to criticism. Straight away, right? And I... <sighs> Was it Aristotle that said the only way to uh, avoid criticism, criticism is to do nothing, be nothing, and say nothing? Yeah, so essentially, right. you are nothing. That's right. That's right. Right. I and and, and I, I love a lot of philosophy. I could talk philosophy for. I love philosophy. So what, what what's really interesting about what you said there, though, is that we do we have. Here's what's interesting. Depending on your paradigm. Depending on the lenses that you're looking at the world through, you will either focus on the hundred or the one. Yep. Right? Absolutely. I think about that. Are they right? No. But someone who hasn't, who doesn't have the freedom that you and I have now. We're still working on it, but we're we're, on it. we're more free than a, than a, a lot of people, right? As far as how our mindset is, people that that don't have that freedom yet are going to focus on that one, and they're going to give all their attention to that one, and they're going to become defeated by the one, and that's a, that's a problem, right? That's really problematic because. I learned something a long time ago, and I thought it was really interesting because I didn't realize I was doing it, but when the person said it, it just, like, clicked. You will never, you will never please everyone. Yep. Someone once said the surest way to unhappiness is trying to please everyone. Yeah, because people will hate you for no reason. You could do everything perfect. You could do everything exactly right, and they're still going to hate on you. Yep. But once you accept that, holy cow, man, that's a game changer. It is. And what would you um, 
why would you say that uh, the majority of the time the now i mean yeah we can say haters hate because they hate um well if haters hate then you know lovers love so which one do you take right well you yeah, can't get yeah. too much too invo uh, emotionally invested in either one of them right you got to make sure you're staying true to you and what you're doing because today the people that love you for something could hate you later because you say something goes against what they believe in that's, that's right. why the whole idea of staying true to your core values whatever they may be that's right the ones we've established that for the academy and the, the grogan's brand there is honor integrity discipline and respect you know yeah, being honorable yeah. what i say standing up for what i believe in integrity standing up for what not only what i believe in even if i'm standing alone and then discipline and respect to make sure that i discipline myself and respectful self-respect that i continue to follow the path of honor and integrity that, it's not easy that. it's tough but if i those are my pillars so anything I try and do and say and uh, advertise for or write about or endorse, it's got to fall within those parameters. If it doesn't, you know what? People come into the academy for martial arts classes. Here's our, our standards. And if, if that's not in alignment with your standards, that's okay. We're, we yeah. may not be right for you, and that's all right. But I know I can't breach those because if I do, then I'm lost. I have no idea where my core is, what my foundation is, or, or what I stand for. That's right. No, that's right. And, and, that, and that's so important, right? And especially today. To really stand up and go, I would say, go against the grain. People don't do that today, right? People want, <laughs> Danny Wilson says, I'm watching a couple old hockey buddies. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, Danny. Love you, brother. Love you, dude. So, hey, so real quick on Danny, I gave him a yeah. quick shout out. He, uh, when we first renovated this, the academy, uh, yeah. I reached out to him. He had some uh, MMA training mats and, uh, he, he took care of me on those training mats and helped me out. So, Danny, I love you, brother. Appreciate you. And we, we used to ride a lot of hockey games together. Uh, Danny yeah. and I graduated together, and uh, he's, a, he's a good guy. And uh, yeah. uh, love you, Danny. Keep up he's good a work, soccer buddy. player, so let's be clear about that. We play hockey, though. We play hockey, though. On with Danny here, he had one heck of a great 80s mullet in the back. Remember that? Oh, he had the best mullet on the team. Yeah, without a doubt. I don't my mullet was pretty hot too though. I mean, I know it doesn't look like I got I'm working with a mullet now. <laughs> I used up all my hair back then. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. It's too much of that uh what is that moose stuff we used to use. <laughs> oh my hair, Rich was like like it was just cracking. It still is. <laughs> it still does. That's fantastic, man. I love that. Uh, good stuff. Anyway, so squirrel, so, right? Right. For real. So, but when you think about this, like when you think about like how we tend to bully ourselves yep. by buying in to all the other nonsense, right? That's where the problem comes in. Because, see, we think we can't control that voice, Rich. But that voice, we can't control what pops in. What we have control over is what we do with it. Okay? So, so, so something pops in. At that moment, I got to measure that up against what I'm well your pillars that's a great way to think about it I have to measure that does that line up with who I am or what I'm doing if that thought doesn't line up with who I am and what I'm doing I gotta dump it see it's really interesting right because 
The brain is a meaning-making machine. It wants to make meaning out of everything. Okay? But in Ecclesiastes, Samson said, everything is meaningless. We get to assign the meaning to it. And that's a life lived through God. Right? Right? So here's what's really interesting. The brain only wants to like keep things the way it is. It's afraid of change. Change represents I could die. Yep. Who would I be without? What would I do if I did? Right? So, so then what happens is we got to learn to distinguish between I, Jamie, or it, the brain. Okay. So here's what happens. It, the brain, just wants to keep this course. Look, like, like, look, let's, let's be clear about something. Even in the world of like drug addiction. What people do for drugs is subhuman at times. But they keep doing it. Why? They're not concerned about happiness, Rich. What they're concerned about is staying the same because they know they didn't die. And that's the brain. Oh, wow. Because the brain's like, well, if I quit doing drugs, this is at a subconscious level. This is not a this is not a thought. But the reason they stay doing the drugs is because I could die if I stop that. Because I know what I did yesterday worked. That's why change becomes so difficult. So what you have to do is you have to start recognizing the difference between the voice Jamie. And the voice it, and it being the brain. Because, like, look, Rich, you and I are both happily married. We've been married for quite a long time. But let's say we were sitting there eating our uh, a, a burger, and two really good-looking girls walk in. So the brain has two jobs: one to keep me alive, two to keep the species alive. Right. So two really good girls, good-looking girls walk in. You and I, out of our control are going to notice those two girls. That's not me. That's just the human being me. Like, oh, there's some good-looking girls, right? That's not me. What I do next is me. Yeah, I'm married. I'm whatever. Good-looking girls. Let's get back to our conversation. Or... I could feed into that. Oh, yeah, she is good looking, but I'd like to take her home or you know, whatever the kid, yeah. whatever, right? So, so learning that a yeah. lot of times it does not line up with who I'm committed to being. Just because it pops in does not mean I have to entertain it, Rich. That is powerful if you get that. Because I'm going to tell you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really vulnerable here for a second. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for, for wanting to be vulnerable. So, look, I had a really. You're, 
So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna. I'm gonna so when I first came to, to, to Christ, I had a had a pretty hard time, I would say, uh, not objectifying women. Okay. okay. And uh, I came to Christ, and I would still like even be in church, like just my mind running rampant with stuff. So much so that I got to this point where I was like maybe this Christianity isn't for me. Like I'm just so broken that I'll never get freedom from this and never be healed from this. Right. Sure. And then a guy had this exact conversation with me. And when I learned that those thoughts were not me, it was just my brain doing what my brain does. Right. It changed everything. It absolutely changed everything because that gave me freedom. Right? Because I thought that was me and it wasn't me. It was just it doing what it always does. I love it that you say the brand as it. That, that That's fantastic because it does what it always does. And it's a matter of we, I mean, Tony Robbins, whose mentor was Jim Rome, had said, uh, you know, you got to put a gatekeeper in your mind. That's right, gate, that's you, right. you can't necessarily control what you see and the thoughts that come in, but you can control what you do, as, a, as you just alluded to, with the, uh, the where we're sitting having lunch and two hot gals walk in, and uh, we, you know, we notice it, but then uh, what do we do beyond that? And that's then, uh, Rebecca popped on there and said, I'm being careful about what I agree to. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what that means, but uh, um, I but. No, I, I definitely agree with one thousand percent what you're saying there, Jame. In, in regards to, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's a choice. It truly is. And whatever so, we feed, so, and I think the point you brought up really, and I'd like for you to touch a little bit more on that, is okay. the the kind of inhumane things that people that have addictions do to satisfy that crave or that addiction. Yeah. You know, the, the hiding, yeah. the cheating, the lying, the stealing, or whatever it takes in right. order to 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 feed that addiction. Because addictive right. behavior, and I'll be vulnerable. I uh, um, I had for a while a gambling problem, and that feeds right into never wanting to lose at anything, you know, and fighting. I may have been hurt extremely bad because I would not. I refused to stay down. Yeah, that's yeah. macho. That's tough, and that gives macho guy bragging rights. But the injuries I've had uh, over the years and to to this day, I look back and it's like, gosh darn. But of course, all I would think about is, and, and wrong for me to do it, but this is my mindset. Well, I don't want to be like that wimp over there who lays down and cries all the time. So I got to make yeah, sure I go bipolar yeah. opposite and go completely. Now, there's always a balance, right? Right. That's right. With anything, That's right. but that mindset of, you know, and I, I think I shared with this uh, recently when we spoke, uh, for 45 years of my life, it was a big F you to the world. Anybody that told me I couldn't do something, I was going to prove them wrong, regardless what it cost me, regardless what it took. And, you know, that's a, a fighter, a gambling, uh, an addiction. You can't right. lose. You can't walk away. You got to be somebody. And since I started reading and self-educating, my mindset now is, you know what? I, I don't have to prove anybody wrong anymore. Now it's still there. I still got to fight it every day, but it's more or less, what can I do to possibly help somebody to, to defeat that demon or that bully within instead of living 45 years of your life, fighting shadows and fighting ghosts that you should never spend time fighting. But anyway, That's I kind of, no, 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 no. it's perfect, right? Because Here's the thing. It's not easy. It's not easy recognizing that voice. 
it's not easy recognizing, well, hold on, is that me or is that it, right? It's not, that's not easy. That's what we want to hear, right? To keep us comfortable, keep us safe, to keep us happy. Is, is that right? That's right. So, but this is, I want you to understand, this principle is also biblical. First Corinthians 13 said, I think it's 13, hold on. First Corinthians somewhere in there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not that guy. I don't know a lot of, the, but it says, Take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Right? So what that means is just because it pops in doesn't mean you have to feed it and water it. Pluck it out. Captive that thought. Pluck it out. Weed grows in your garden. You didn't plant it there. Somehow it showed up there. Pluck that sucker out. And of course, it, we know it, weed is, is so resilient and perseveres. A weed to grow in the middle of concrete in, 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 in here in Florida, where it's hot right. as can be. That's but right. The most fertile seed wouldn't grow. How is that possible? Well, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, the, I call it's the news the media, thing. the devil's workshop. They plant is, seeds yeah. in our mind, weeds, all the time. That's right. It's what so, we do with so it. it, it, it it's, it's, it's interesting, right? Because even Paul talked about this in the Bible, right? Paul's like, why do I do the things that I want to do? And don't do the things I need to do. Yep. Right. This is why. Because you're listening to the wrong voice. Now, I'm not saying we're all schizophrenic. I'm not saying that at all, right? Because we're not. But being able to distinguish, does, is that the mechanism of the brain doing what the mechanism of the brain always does? Or is that something different? Right. Does that line up with who I, I like your idea of the four pillars, right? Because then that gives you something else to measure against. Sure. Well, it keeps you in check. Is this in line with my, because prior to that, I, I didn't have, uh, and my grandma would always, uh, some of grandma, grandma Bonnie wisdom quotes would be, uh, Richie, what is your integrity worth? Richie, you sell your integrity for a dollar today. What are you going to sell it for tomorrow? And then she kept on integrity. Now, I'm not even sure I realized what the heck integrity was back as a kid. But she kept right. planting those seeds, right? And uh, um, with that, and, and for the longest time, I, I I wanted to have integrity. Now, if you look at integrity, if you break that down, the root word of integrity is inte- integer, right? Integer, and an integer is one whole being. So yeah. you either have integrity or you don't, because an integer is a whole thing, and that's the the the, the meaning or the the first part of the word integrity, integer, right? Yeah. You either have it or you don't. Because some people will say, well, well, you know, I've got. I, I could probably work on my integrity. Well, then unfortunately you don't have it. Now, something I like to do in presentations, I'll ask, I'll say, hey, who would agree that society would be so much better if we had more integrity? Well, every single <laughs> hand, every hand goes up. I say, well, great, we got it covered. Now, who in this room, who in this room thinks they have an integrity problem? That's Very right. rarely do any hands go up. So I say, okay, well, we got it figured out in this room of a thousand people. We just got to make sure the rest of us get it figured out. Now, of course, nobody likes to admit that they have an integrity problem, and I'm not poking fingers saying I've got integrity and you don't. No, I fight with it every single day, but by having that as one of my core pillars, it is a good reminder. And uh, kind of our, our creeds at the academy, the second line is, with honor and integrity, I'll stand up for what is right and protect those in need. And when I wrote those almost 10 years ago now, I never had any idea they would be for a time like this, which right. they are. I stand up for what I believe in, honor and integrity, I'll stand up for uh, what I believe in and protect those in need. That's right. That, such a time as this, boy, it's interesting, right? Like this is a whole different, we're in a whole different world right now. Yeah. Whole different world. 
I like that you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jim. No, I was just saying. I just, I really like that you are clear that integrity is all or nothing. It it, it doesn't mean it's easy. It's a challenge. It's a challenge every day. Here's here's constantly fighting, right? That's right. Here's how I teach about that. So you're either in integrity or you're out of integrity. If you're out of integrity, all I say is that you've made a mess. What do we do with messes? We clean them up. Oh, well. Say, say that again. It's powerful. You make right? a mess, what do you do? Yeah, when you make a mess. So when you're so you're either in, because it's 100%, you're either in integrity or you're out of integrity, right? So if you're out of integrity, I call that making a mess. When we make a mess, we got to clean it up. That's what we do with messes. We clean them up. So, so here, here's a perfect example of integrity, like around this, right? So let's, okay, this started at 12 o'clock. Well, you've, you've got this time allotted to start at 12 o'clock. Well, what would have happened if I'd have showed up at 1210? That wouldn't work. That would have messed you up. That messed me up. Everything's all jacked up, right? But then a lot of people do this. Hey, man, I'll call you at 1, and then they call at one fifteen. Oh, hey, man, what's going on? They just step over the fact that they're 15 minutes late for the phone call, and they're out of integrity at that moment because now your word means nothing to me because you told me you are going to be here at 1, and you're here at one fifteen. Yep. But if I show up at one fifteen and I say, Rich, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to give you any excuses. I told you I was going to call you at 1. It's one fifteen. I know that. Does this time still work for you? It doesn't. Man. Okay, my bad, bro. Can we reschedule this at a time that will work for you? I'll make it work on my end. Well, Jamie, I, I think the, the core there is you've accepted responsibility without making excuses, passing blame onto something or someone else. That's right. That's right. That's how you clean up a mess, though. That's you know, how you, you clean up a mess. I drop a glass in the kitchen, just kind of piggyback off what you had said there, and I can't say, well, gosh darn it, the dog made me drop the, the glass. Maybe the dog did. Uh, it contributed to it, but I'm the right. one that dropped the glass. dog wasn't holding the glass, so That's I've right. got to clean up the mess. As much as I want to blame the dog, as much as I want to blame somebody else, yeah, it, it happened. Let's clean it up. Let's move on, as opposed to wasting so much time trying to work on And, and you know, that gets back to the mind. The, the mind will tell us blame somebody else because it's easier. It's more comfortable. Well, as yeah. you said, the mind has one job, right? To keep us safe, to keep us happy. And that's right. what we want it to feed us to make us feel good about who we are. And that's those right. are, I mean, it's a quick fix. Good. It's not a long-term good. That's right. What's, what's interesting about that. Oh my gosh. I just lost my train of thought. So I was going to talk about, uh, it doesn't matter now. The integrity with, Oh, I just recorded my book for Audible. Oh, is it done now? It's done. It's at the publisher again. I had uh, down the way here, but thank you for getting so that out. It'll be on Audible here. I don't know when. I would say soon, right? So, but here's what's interesting. You know, I oh, hold on one second, Dave. I, I, I've got these new little things as part of this uh, uh, podcast recording thing. Let's see if it works. I'm such a child. <laughs> I know you're not. I love it, man. So, so that's really great. 
So as I, just like you have read, how many times have you read your book that you just got done reading, writing? Oh gosh, but went through like seven rewrites and uh, right, almost right. As, as long as it took you to write yours. So. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I've probably read my book like 25, 30 times, right? Like it's just, like you said, they edit it, you come back and you're reading it and make sure the message is still right. And then, you know, I got some changes and they fix it. And then, oh my God. So reading this so book for future oh, authors oh. out there, it's, uh, um, oh. it's a process. I encourage everybody to do it, but it's a process. It's and you'll a, have so much more respect of, for anybody who's ever written a book before. You ain't kidding. It is a labor of love, man. So, so reading this book for Audible, what I thought was really interesting, what stood out to me the most this time, and I want to say this was intentional, but it was not. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably start saying it was intentional. There would be no integrity in that, so I won't do that. Throughout the entire book, every chapter, everything that you, acceptance, acceptance is the key to happiness in life. Because without acceptance, I cannot start focusing on solutions. Wow. Dude, it was so powerful. As I'm reading this, I'm like, man, acceptance is so, so, so here's, cause here's what we do in life. Let's say you're driving down highway 95 out there in Tampa. I don't know. Is there, is there a 95 out there? I don't even know. Close. <laughs> a five. Okay. The five. So you're, you're 75 runs right into Tampa, by the way. So good, good call. I was close. Right. So, so imagine though, you're driving even a back road, right? And someone cuts you off and puts your car in the ditch. And I show up in my big truck with a winch. I'm like, come on, Rich, let's get your car out of the ditch. And you're like, dude, this car shouldn't even be in the ditch. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know, Rich, it shouldn't be in the ditch, but it's still in the ditch. So let's just get it out and move it on. But if that guy wouldn't have cut me off, I wouldn't be in the ditch in the first place. Well, yeah, Rich, I know the, the guy cut you off and it's a bad deal. But your car's in the ditch, bro, and we need to get your car out of the ditch so you can drive it again. Yeah, but Jamie, my car shouldn't be in the ditch in the first place. That's how we live our life. My wife shouldn't be this way. My son shouldn't be doing this. My grandma shouldn't have said this to me. My dad should have been there and done this for me. My mom should have never done this to me. Blah, 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 blah. Get over it. It happened. It's done. Move on. It's either a life lesson or it's a it's it's either a life lesson or it's a life sentence. What do you want? Ooh. Bam. There's a right hook of reality. Right. A life le lesson or a life sentence. Man. That is good. So getting to acceptance. I don't have to like it. I don't like that the dog just tripped me, right? Got in my feet, and I dropped my glass on, and there's glass everywhere, and there's milk everywhere. I don't have to like that. But am I going to complain about the dog doing it to me, or am I going to clean up the glass and milk? Wow. That really breaks down. Uh, how long an event uh, plays in your mind it happened okay nothing can do about it now let's fix it right 
Kind of like uh, Jack Canfield has the uh, E plus R equals O, the event, the reaction, and the outcome. And, um, you know, the event happened. Like you said, somebody ran me off the road. Okay, the reaction is, all right, ran me off the road. I'm not happy about it, but my buddy Jamie here is here to pull me out. How, the outcome is how long am I going to continue rehearsing or replaying that scene in my mind and continue complaining about it? That's you know, right. it's, it's, uh, it gives me an example of uh, Zig Ziglar has talked about on the way to work. Anytime you're running late, you're going to hit every red light. You're always going to have every slow person in front of you, Never and failed. you're going to be a total mess. So what happens is you're running late, days off to a rough start. You hit every red light. Everybody in front of you is a moron, can't drive, and come on, speed up. Like It's their fault you're running late. When you get right. to work, you can't wait to complain the whole day about it. First person you see, next person you see, and, of course, all you're totally derailed for the whole day because of an event that happened early in the morning. And then you get home that night, you're exhausted because you complained all day. And then, of course, nothing's going right at home. Your, your, your wife, uh, um, for whatever reason, has, has upset you about this. Your kids have done what kids do. Right. Your whole day shot because of an event that happened in the morning. Now, I'd love to lie and tell her, but I got this figured out. But if I could plant that seed in your mind to think that was an event. It happened. Your reaction to that event is going to determine the outcome. It happened. Let's move on. So check this out. Unhealthy people. You ready for another right hooker reality? Absolutely. Love them. Rattle them all, baby. Unhealthy people focus on the problem and they focus on the blame. Healthy people focus on solutions and they focus on prevention. One more time for those in the back row. Unhealthy people focus on problems and blame. Healthy people focus on solutions and prevention. And folks, if you've got nothing else from our talk today, write that down. Write that down. Which card are you playing? Back to Jamie's book. Are you a victim of your circumstances or are you a master of your circumstances? Good stuff. Well, Jamie, we've been going at it now for, I can even see the time here. 47, 47 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Maybe. And uh, I know you've got uh, somebody, uh, a client at 1 o'clock. Uh, Central Time, two o'clock Eastern Time, so we definitely respect that. So, Jamie, tell us. Um, we we, we kind of went over. I like that. The why, the how, the what. The why do you do what you do? Obviously, the you're going to try and empower others with the information or knowledge that you now have that didn't have. How do you do it through your books, through your podcasts, through your audio books, and through being on shows like this? And of course, with your your counseling service there, my family counseling over in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Yep. And then uh, what what. What do you do that brings you joy? Uh, obviously, doing this, helping others brings you joy. But what about Jamie Morgan? What brings Jamie Morgan the greatest joy? You know, I love coaching my son in hockey. I love watching my son play hockey. But I also take care of myself, right? So I just started a program called uh, 75 Hard. Tell us about it. So it's really, you know, so people hear that. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's a, that's a physical program. As I read on the website, the 75 Hard website, which, look, it's all free. Like This guy... He, he don't want anything out of this, right? He just wants to get people healthy, mentally healthy. This is mental toughness. Two 45-minute workouts a day, one of which has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water a day. Follow a meal plan, any meal plan, just follow a meal plan. Not the seafood diet, you see it, you eat it, right? Like, don't do that. But you got to follow a meal plan, right? Uh, no alcohol and no cheat meals. 
take a progress picture every day, and then read 10 pages of a book a day. Me, my wife, and my son are doing this. Oh, that's fantastic. Right? And look, are you going to get more physically healthy? Yeah, probably. Right? But the mental toughness, well, I'll be, be, be honest with you, this whole week of walking outside nine degrees at 530 in the morning with a wind chill of zero to negative. I don't want to do that. But the mental toughness of doing it reminds you that you can do anything you put your mind to. Fantastic. Right? So I'm doing it for that because I had that. I had that from boot camp. I've said that time and time again. I can do anything for 60 days because I've done it. I even take it a step further. I can do anything for nine months. But life gets in the way and COVID gets in the way and your health starts deteriorating. And then you start getting a little bit more lazy, watching more TV, drinking less water, drinking more soda, blah, 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 blah. Life, 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 it happens. Yep. But at Those some point, you got to say, right? It is. Weeds. You're right, man. At some point, you got to say enough. And, That's you know, I had, that, I had that realization that enough was enough. And I've been listening to Andy Frisella's podcast. The guy who created 75 Hardy owns a supplement superstore, right? So I listen to his podcast and I just I love his message. Now look, he uh he 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 has a lot of F bombs and his he's he's pretty hardcore guy, right? But it's great. He just shoots straight though, right? Like he's not gonna not gonna fluff anything up. But listen to him, it just inspired me. It's like I gotta get I gotta get back on track because this is one area of my life I haven't mastered yet. 2022 my birthday's 222 so 22 is going to be the year that i master fitness and physical health or master your circumstances that's right baby boom so jamie what's uh uh and we got a couple minutes left here before you have to hop uh but uh gosh darn buddy thank you so much for the time and knowledge, wisdom, and everything else you shared, and most importantly, your friendship. I love you, man. I oh, really man. do, and I appreciate it. My pleasure. I love you too, dude. And and don't think you're going to be in Florida by yourself for very long. I'd love to have you. Love me, to have you. Me and Mama are already talking. We're figuring, like, okay, so what are we going to do? Do we, you know, I mean, like, we're. It it won't be. It'll be a couple of years, I bet. But we'll be down there soon. Make it happen. I mean, it's something that we had talked about and it kind of fell on the wayside. But uh, March of 2020, uh, when the lockdown first happened, we're like, you know what? We, we need to, uh, well, first we'll save the business. And in the midst of doing that, we, we made it happen. And my wife was a, a major driving force. Uh, December of 2020, we came down and found a spot, put money down on a lot. And bang. Uh, next thing you know, we're, we're, we're here. But you have to plan it out. You have to be willing to take that charge. You know, obviously the, the it in my mind was telling me all the reasons why I couldn't do it because uh, we got a, you know, a rooted business and the whole right. family's there and finances and everything else. Right. But the other part was like, you know what, we're going to do it. So uh, that's so, so awesome. Uh, real quick here, folks listening, thank you so very much. Uh, we're going to be doing this weekly. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do. It's Grogan's Bullyproof. And then smack that bell so you're notified of any new videos or upcoming videos. 
Uh, same thing, our Grogan's Bullyproof podcast available on any podcast app worldwide, Grogan's Bullyproof. And then, of course, our pages and our group, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. Uh, so, Jamie, and in the last couple minutes here, what's what's next for, for Jamie Morgan, the uh, soon-to-be best-selling author, um, uh, entrepreneur, podcaster, a wonderful father and husband? What, what's what's next for, for Jamie Morgan? And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. There'll, there'll be another book in the pipeline here. Uh, I'm not sure what that's going to I'm just chewing on that right now, but uh, what really is next is public speaking, right? Like I want to, I want to get this message out to more people, right? Yeah, that that's what it really boils sense. down to. Uh, I feel like I figured something out, and I feel like a lot of people could benefit from what I figured out. Kind of like what you're doing, right? Like I I figured out that, that there's a lot of value in what I what I do, and uh, I want to reach more people because, quite frankly, I don't want to see people live in a victim mindset. One, I want I want to see them get that freedom. Right. And the only way they're going to get that freedom is getting that victim mindset out. And that's really what I want to, that, that, that's, that's my heart's desire, man. I, I really, you know, oh, 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 I applied to start working on my doctorate. So I, I guess I'll be a doctor Ooh, in a few years. I don't know. Dr. Morgan. Dr. Morgan. That's just that's weird. weird. But that's, that's what's next. Man. That's what's All next. Right. Poor boy. Poor boy from Granite City. There we go. That's going to say we're both, you know, poor farm boys from Granite City, right? Steel Town. <laughs> it's so that should be motivation, and inspiration for everybody listening, right? <laughs> well, that's why they hate on us, right? Because they came from the same stuff we did, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, and it's well, that's playing the victim card. It's easy to do because right. the mind wants to to remind you, hey, it's better just to stay safe here because you get out there, boy, outside that proverbial round hole, it's scary out there, and it is, but it's it also is. rewarding. You know, God gave us all an individual gift and a vision that nobody else can see. And it's up to us to, to live that vision, to live that life and to be that's who we're right. born to be. And that's what kicking life is all about. I love it, dude. I love your message. Reading the book right now. I can't wait to finish it. I mean, I got, I got some good things to say already. So that's perfect, man. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, folks, one more time. Talking to uh, soon-to-be best-selling author, Jamie Morgan, Master of Circumstances. It's uh, just absolutely wonderful. It destroying the seven illusions that keep you from living a life intentionally. He's very vulnerable in the book. He talks about uh, hardships, setbacks, failures, and the way he's persevered and battled through everything that, you know, the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kick Life brand is all about. So make sure you follow him on social media. Check out his book. It's available on Amazon. Uh, get it. Leave a review because that's what, what that does is that post um, higher in the search engine rankings so more people can see it. And, uh, you hear me say it all the time. We want to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, which is going to be better yes. for everybody. But yes. if people are not playing the victim card, they're definitely happier. They're definitely healthier, and it's definitely making society a better place to live. That's right. All right. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. Knuckle Pound, love you, brother. Thanks for your time. Folks, make sure you, uh, you found value in this message. Share it with somebody else. That's the way to keep moving it forward, and it's yeah. a way to continue doing our small little part to build our tribe and our tribe, like I said, is going to make society better for all of us and future That's generations right. as well. That's subscribe right. to this channel, subscribe to this page, subscribe to this podcast. And if we've earned it, give us that five-star review. That'd be all great. right. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. Have thank a blessed, you. blessed day. This too, uh, video is live stream. So you can see it now. The actual podcast will air on Monday. So if you're listening to on a podcast, it's already Monday on your podcast oh, app. Make sure you share and subscribe that as well. Yeah. I, I love, love you. you. Jamie love you loves you. Appreciate it, man. God loves you. Please share that love in the world. That's right. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless everybody. God bless Jamie. Have a blessed day, buddy. Bye-bye.
Thank you very much for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll become your very best to become bullyproof and you'll live your best kick in life.